Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dev Thing Podcast with you, your hosts, Sean and Nicola. Yeah, why not reverse it, right? So yeah, in this episode, we're going to talk about pretty briefly, I hope, about uh, pirated software. So, the, you know, yes or no, basically. Should you use pirated software or no? And immediately, you know, I can tell you that my answer is depends, you know, however scary it may sound. And we're go we're going to go way deeper now into explaining why. So, you know, your immediate answer, Sean, what would you say? I would give it a hard no. Excellent. But not for the reasons you probably expect. That makes me even more intrigued. So, okay, I'm going to go with, you know, why it depends. Um, unless, you know, unless you live in a country with, you know, good standards, I would say that, say you're, you know, a high school kid and you really, really, really want to play this new game that came out because, you know, all your rich friends are playing it and you honestly don't have 60 bucks for the game, you know, to buy the game to play it. At this point, I would say just, you know, download it, whatever, right? It's not that you're gonna, you know, I don't know, make money with it or whatever, just, you know, do it. However, here I won't say that it's your fault. I would actually say it's the, you know, whoever is selling those games because if they actually make a cal- made a calculation and said, hey, you know what? What if we put, you know, games price on a game for i don't know 10 bucks 15 bucks and something that they maybe realize is that actually people would buy because that would outweigh all the mess all the problems that they need to go through when they're searching for you know how to illegally download the game or song or you know whatever basically and that's basically my answer of why it depends however now to immediately go into the professional world no a very hard long no because here's the thing why we're in the software making business right and imagine how bad you would feel if you know you figure out you know somebody pirated your software you would probably feel pretty miserable so imagine this i'm gonna give you an example of sublime text 3 which honestly i am a like paying user but i don't use it anymore because visual studio came along yeah i don't know sorry Sorry, Sublime. And here's the thing. Imagine if you, you know, don't really want to pay the guy those whatever amount of dollars that he's asking for and you're using it daily, daily, daily and you're making a full, you know, normal paycheck per month and you don't want to pay the guy, I believe it's 69 bucks, which, you know, then again, for a simple text editor, it's not that cheap. But then again, this is a one-time payment and you're making thousands of bucks because of that so that's that's where i draw the line and i would say just no that's a very hard long no so yeah go sean okay so i have three reasons the first two are very obvious uh it's the right thing to do to pay for software if it's not free so we could just leave that at that's obvious secondly as a developer i've made my money writing code for the last like 20 years-ish time. And obviously, I would not want to live in a world where that was stolen from me and I wasn't able to make a living that way and I'd have to do something else. But here's my main actual reason. Let me start off with a couple of things that I think we can agree on. 
Windows sucks and it's the worst operating system there is and has been for decades. Do you agree with that? Okay, sure. Microsoft Office sucks and most people who use it don't like it and it's just everywhere despite the fact that it's shitty. Do we agree on that? Yeah, open office for the win. Okay, so, well, it's LibreOffice now, I think. But here's the thing. I strongly believe that Windows and Microsoft Office are the world standard because they were pirated so much. See, in China and Russia and places where they don't really care about our laws, it's been pirated, and for cheap companies that didn't want to pay licensing, they pirated it. And so Word docs and Excel spreadsheets are ubiquitous. You can't not use them. Everybody uses them. If people obeyed the law and only paid for it or only used it if they paid for it, then crappy products like that, I don't think, would gain the market share. And let's bring this back to your game uh, discussion. Let's say a company comes out with a game and they charge 65 or whatever number of dollars for it and it's too much and literally zero per people pirate it the overall usage is going to be lower the fan base because remember the pirated people they're not paying a license but they're going to conventions they're hanging out on websites they're buying you know headsets and they're they're spending money and they're spending their time they're writing plugins and mods for these games they're contributing to the community they're making that software maker more successful they're making them into a brand they're making them into a name where if they could only get 10 percent of those users because those are the only only ones willing to pay that price the company would have to adapt or fail so they'd be required to set fair prices or go out of business and that is what I think should have happened with Microsoft in the 90s. But nobody cares because it's just what everybody else uses. It's kind of like Facebook, right? A lot of people hate it, but they're like, well, I can't get off Facebook because everyone I know is on Facebook. Um, and in your case of Sublime, I totally agree, especially if it's one person. Like, you're literally stealing from this guy. He's trying to make a living. Okay, maybe he makes hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, which is more than most software devs make. Uh, but he, you know, he deserves it. He earned it. But on the flip side, and this does not make it, uh, it's not, doesn't excuse it, but anyone who's pirating Sublime or they use like the, I don't know how it works if whether you just use the free trial indefinitely or whether they're actually using some kind of um, cracked version or whatever. If so those no, yeah. people, yeah. Yeah, sorry. So with Sublime, it's actually very simple. Every, if I'm not mistaken, 30th save you get a pop-up, you know, please support Sublime. That's it. Okay, so that's not even piracy. That's just exactly violating exactly. the gentleman's agreement. But I bet you those people are writing syntax highlighting files and snippets and helping other people on forums where they're asking, how do I do this kind of thing in Sublime? Or writing language packs for the, you know, Swift or whatever new language comes out. Maybe Swift is a bad example because Xcode is probably the best environment for that. So... It's still, it would be honorable to pay just to show respect and gratitude for this tool that you rely on to make your thousands of dollars that you use to buy Teslas or whatever it is you're buying. But, you know, at least we're contributing 
in some not we but these people are probably contributing in some way by making you know even if it's like syntax highlighting and snippet files so those are my opinions software piracy bad and even worse because the unintended consequences of making something a market leader despite the fact that it doesn't deserve to be awesome uh I laughed so hard that I had to bite my tongue. Uh, actually, so cool, cool, very cool angle. I must, uh, I must say. Uh, so, actually, let me just ask you one more question: Would you be for software that would have adapted prices based on the country? Hmm. And would do you think that that would help with all this pirated problem angle that you've just talked told us about? I would be in favor of it if it could work, because what you would have then is people in the U.S. trying to buy like the Indian copy because it's cheaper. But yeah, you can't have something and say, okay, this is $20. Okay, well, how much do I make a year and how much is $20 as a percentage of that versus someone in India versus someone in China versus someone in Brazil versus someone in Croatia, Mexico? Like $20 is not just $20, right? You would need to look. And you know what? Even, and I'm going to speak from an American perspective because I live in the U.S., even for someone who lives in New York versus someone who lives in Montana, right? Two different states, entirely different income levels. Even if you consider the same career, like obviously um, a truck driver or a taxi driver is going to make a different amount than a lawyer, sure. But if we're talking about software that's specifically for lawyers, even then lawyers in Montana probably make way less than lawyers in California. So it would be a good idea if you could find a way that that would work out and there wouldn't be theft. And I think it would be appropriate because as you, you know, it's software, there are software developers pretty much literally everywhere in the world and they have dramatically different income levels. So yeah, $20 for a license on something is something that is probably almost never possible to justify under some conditions. Yeah, well, Richard Stallman tried to do that in a very extreme way. Well, nice idea didn't work, right? Well, he wanted everything to be the same price for everyone. He just wanted that price to be zero. Exactly, zero. Although yeah. then we get into the free versus free as in freedom and free as in beer. Of course, of debate, course. Which is for another time. Exactly, exactly. Cool, so yeah, Nice little short episode, which probably is not that short yet again. But yeah, that's all that we have for you guys this time. Uh, stay tuned for next episodes. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the DevThink Podcast. To reach us for comments, show suggestions, and other feedback, contact us at info at devthink. That's D-E-V-T-H dot I-N-K. Our intro music is by Rupa Deadweiler. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. 